Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, hello again, Darkish Rally friends, and welcome to Spin the Rally Pod. As you can tell, it's me that's introducing it once again. We're without, we're without our, well, our school headmistress, really, without Lisa O'Sullivan, who is doing a fabulous job covering the Winter Olympics in Beijing. She will be back with us very shortly because we miss her and we miss her views and we miss her discipline, don't we, boys? Good morning, David. Good morning, Colin. Morning, George. Never missed a headmistress in my life, Colin, in my, in my life. But I do love Lisa. We, we, we do, we do genuinely. And she is genuinely doing a wonderful job, isn't she? She's introducing us to some sports I'd never heard of before. What's, what's the one that you haven't heard of, Colin? Skiing, Colin? <laughs> Snowboarding, no, no, Colin? Skiing. They're doing some wonderful sport that's, um, that's looking like an awful lot of fun out there. It really is. And she is, as I say, doing a wonderful job. But she will be back soon. But, boys, we, we have quite a lot to talk about, don't we? Um, where do we start, gentlemen? There's quite a lot to talk about this morning. I'll tell you where we will start. We start uh, with, the, whoever. with the no, piece what of we documentation started. that I sent you yesterday, Colin. Yeah, exactly. I know, I know. But I'm going to start by saying to whoever is messing around with zips and, and bags, when there's... I thought it might be, David. I thought it might be. Yeah, discipline. It's, as I said, we're missing it now that Lisa's not here. Um, yeah, let's, let's start with, with Sweden because we didn't get the chance to hear George's views. And, you know, we've had two rounds of the season. Sweden was interesting. We've got a better indication now of perhaps where we're at in terms of these new cars. George, um, your view on what perhaps Sweden and Monty between them have told us about where we're at with these new cars? Um, well, I... I couple of things. I mean, you, you, you covered everything, obviously, last week from Sweden. And whilst I would love to wax lyrical about it, um, and there, there is plenty of other things to talk about, I'm going to talk about the hybrid system, the failures, and and the failure of the system uh, to adequately figure a few things out. So first of all, what bit of equipment in a rally car, as a rally car always had, if it had any sort of accident, any any motorsport vehicle, club racing, everyone everyone here that's ever raced or or rallied or, or even small club events, the first thing you need, battery master switch. Yeah, it's a simple mechanical device that totally disconnects the battery uh, from the rest of the car. Now it's not foolproof because we know that the lines could could get snagged before that, but that basic concept of a mechanical disconnect from that system. Now, we're told that system is entirely self-contained, no connection to the car. Now, obviously, it's got a software connection to the car because it gets driven and commanded from the car. That's not hard to isolate. That's not hard to have hard switches disconnecting that. All its power, uh, whilst the car is moving at least, is derived from the prop shaft that drives power into the unit to charge its battery and then to deliver power back to the diff. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. The fact that a red light comes up uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with the car, potentially, uh, and it has to stop, uh, is crass. It's not crass from a safety point of view. Nobody's denying the safety here, but it's crass that that's how the system's like. We have a box that no one can access, nobody can service. The company is there, so whatever they're called, Compact Dynamics are there at the event. Now, I don't know anyone from Compact Dynamics, and I do not want to damn them in this... Uh, in this podcast, although it might sound like that's where I'm heading. But honestly, guys, why is there not a simple mechanical off switch for that unit that makes it safe? And what is this red light telling us anyway? Nobody knows. Nobody knows Nobody what that is. George, Apparently, I, I think, it's ridiculous. Think, Colin, it's, safety, agree, it's safety gone mad here. Well, it's not just that. I think, I think, I think part of the issue here, and, and Andrea Damo raised it uh, a year ago, 18 months ago, you know, there was, there was massive pressure on Compact Dynamics to develop this. And remember, it was de developed during the worst of the COVID lockdowns. And 
you know, there were questions asked at the time about the, the timescale. You know, should we delay this? Should we put it off? And I think they're discovering things now that really should have been discovered during the testing and the development of the unit. And it's wrong. It is wrong. I agree with you entirely, George. But, but for me, you know, there are ways around this. And the FIA have to be flexible. They have to go and look at the regulations. Basically, with Oit Tanak, and, and, and Oit Tanak's was a complete travesty. Your Oit Tanak should have been given notional times. There should have been a process in place where he could be given notional times and he should have entered that rally Saturday morning, one second off the lead, which is where he was when his hybrid unit failed. Um, for, for me, it's, 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 it's not just compact dynamics. It's more of a, there is a failure here in the system. There's a failure to work out really Colin, what the poten potential right. ramifications are. It's, it's not just compact dynamics, George. It is everyone. Colin, it is I, everyone. I, understand, I understand what you're saying about that. That's a very, very difficult rule to implement because because people push the limits and... Aye, well, of course and, they will. And, and that's your job, George, as a team the, manager. But it's the, also the, the FIA's job to stand up to that. The, 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 bottom, the bottom line is that um, a third-party mechanical device coming onto a car, I'm not quite sure... If whether everybody was just focused on what it would do and try and help to say how we'd do it and did everybody involved miss a simple disconnect for it? Maybe maybe a simple disconnect is is not that easy to do. I would suggest it had to be done. Um you know, well, I don't I don't I don't know how I'll to make how to make any sort of other analogy. I mean, you know, imagine yeah. imagine you're uh, driving down the road and you've got a light pops up says, Oh, your brakes aren't working. Yeah. But but you can't actually stop, you know, yeah. because your brakes aren't he, working. It was kind of like the, you've made something like that here. Uh, he, here's was, a conversation I had, George. Conversation. We, we had a, a reasonably in-depth media briefing from the Compact Dynamics team and from the FIA before Monte Carlo. And there was one very obvious fact that wasn't covered. So I went up afterwards and said, look, you know, as, as someone who spent a lot of time out in the stages at stage ends, what happens in this scenario if we come across a car? We're first on the scene, there's a red light. The first thing that was said to me was, look, it is highly unlikely that we are going to see a red light. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. What do we get within two rallies? A red bloody light. Well, we got two. <laughs> we got two, didn't we? Well, That's... no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We got, we got, we got one, didn't we, with, with Oitz. We didn't, didn't get one with, with Elvin. Elvin's was... Uh, uh, no lights. <laughs> you know, okay. He didn't have a green light. He didn't have a red light, so he couldn't continue on. Well, it's the same, um, same, same I, I thing know. then, basically. Well, no, not, not, not at all. Not at all the same thing. Not at all. But, but, you know, it wasn't anything to do with the question I asked. The question I asked was, what happens if we're first on the scene? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I just think that, that, you know, again, it is just a lack of time, a lack of forethought, a lack of preparation. Mm -hmm. um, and as, and is... something has to be done. Something yeah. has to be done. David, what are your views on it? You're very quiet. He's packing, David. He's packing. No, no, no. He's doing I, something. I think... I know, I know you've gone into trouble before for this, and I know you're being very, very careful, David. And no, I no, no, that. I'm not. I think we, but, should, we, should, we should provide some background uh, to Compact yeah. Dynamics. You know, it's easy yeah. to just look at them as an isolated firm. They are a subsidiary of Schaeffler, uh, one of the biggest uh, producers of, of EV component parts in the world. Schaeffler, you know, they're the, they're the team that have supplied Formula E, so I guess Extreme E as well. Impeccable credentials, really, um, in, in doing this. Mm. The one thing that I've been sort of sitting here wondering about is we know that, that, this, that this system was produced to a specification and perhaps more pertinently to a price. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and that, you know, nobody... Absolutely nobody questions the fact that the hybrid system works. Of course it does. We've seen it working. Um, but I think it's very, very harsh to 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 point the finger solely at compact dynamics. Um, well, and, no, we haven't done that. We, 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 we've made it a more rounded argument, I, I think. Yeah, no. Well, firstly, you're right, Cole. It's, it was the, the whole thing was put together against the backdrop of a, of a global pandemic. I think very early on, Compact Dynamics had decided to, they were going to produce the battery as well, and then they couldn't produce the battery because there wasn't time, because they simply weren't getting the components. So that went out to Chrysler. So you're then working between Germany and Austria, and it was the perfect storm, really, to try and put this thing together. Personally, I think you're exactly right that I think we needed a, you know to, to hold off for another 12 months. Um, 
equally, there were manufacturers, certainly mm. Ford, Hyundai. Hyundai and Korea, that is, were, were very keen to, to get on with, with hybrid. Um, mm. it's, it's, it is it was, a very difficult were, one. Yeah, it, difficult one. Conflicting. There were absolutely conflicting uh, views, weren't there? And, and uh, you know what? That's all ground, Paul. That's all ground. The bottom Josh, line is, is ground, we have cars the, retiring from George. rallies with, with right. ostensibly... Yeah. Yeah. So so ostensibly, either like, either a very dangerous fault with them, and the red light lights up. Good on them. Good on them for having yeah. it. I'll 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 applaud Compact Dynamics for having that system and having the balls mm. to say, yeah, we need a red light that just says stop, get the hell out of Dodge, which is right. what that red light is. Yeah, and I'm sure sure the drivers have got a briefing on what to do if that happens. I'm sure all the marshals do as well. I find it odd that you've not been told, Colin, but never mind. Uh, no, we weren't, I, we weren't, I we weren't told, George, but, but, one, but one part of it we weren't this, told, George. Let's not, let's not again, let's okay. not, not get this wrong. One part of it we weren't told, which is okay. why I went to clarify Aye. after the... And, and you didn't get any clarification. Briefing. It's just very unlikely well, that'll happen, Colin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so... Uh, well, no, told not to touch one, the car. One, not to touch the car, we were told. Well, one sincerely hopes that, the, that the, um, the safety crews have got a slightly better briefing on what to do if that's the case. Which, yeah. which they have. We know that they have. Yeah, we know no. that all of the marshals yeah, and all I'm of the organising teams so, so George, are. George. But at, at the big point, Cole, here is that you know the manufacturers now, they we all had to sign up to hybrid. Toyota was the one. Toyota was the one that actually wasn't that keen on on hybrid uh, originally. Didn't really see the point to it. And you know, as as they've pointed out many times, the the Toyota Prius has been around for since 1997 as a hybrid. So there's nothing yeah. new here. Um, 25 years but they've they've, of a they've, century. they've all got and George you'd know this for sure they've got this they're given this box put that in your car and away you go do you remember do you remember when we first started changing around the um, the tracking system and the onboard systems and Citroen it was Carlos I think on Rally GB had that electrical fire yeah. in the car um, from the from the onboard TV system it started to smoke didn't it and didn't it force mm. him to retire. I mean, teams mm. simply do not want any alien parts coming into their car, do they? Okay, it's you know a gearbox or something is fine, is 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 acceptable, but something like this, something that is electrical and something they're not allowed to touch, not allowed to open, not allowed to have anything to do with, but just yeah. put it in the car and go. You know that is absolutely not what they want. But it's simple, and and I get your argument, George. I get your argument that. You know, if you do introduce uh, a regulation whereby drivers can super without penalty, then that is open to abuse. Fair enough. Fair enough. But you, you as the FIA, you as the stewards have to be prepared for that and have to be yeah, I think strong. That, to be fair, you know, I think the, the mechanism exists for actually identifying that. It would be a foolish, uh, a foolish team. They, they, they do exist every now and again. Yeah, foolish he, individuals. He, he, they get pushed into he, doing certain things. But uh, here's an interesting view, George. Here's an interesting view on it. You know, I asked on, on this happened on Friday. So on Saturday, during all of the media zone interviews, I asked the other drivers their views on the situation with Tanak and whether they thought it was fair. And to a man, to a man, they all said the rules are the rules. And at the time I thought, how odd, mm. how odd. The rules are the rules until they affect you adversely. Um, and then, then, then on, on Sunday, we saw Elvin Evans and his view very rapidly changed. You know, okay, he wasn't quite so vocal, wasn't quite so vocal, but it was clear he was, he was unhappy with it. Yeah. But they all said, we all knew the rules. The rules are the rules. If you get a red light, that's yeah. it. You're out. In, in fairness, you know? Colin, you know, the, the FIA um, um, uh, overboost protector on the R5 cars that failed so, so many yeah. times, the pop-off yeah. valve. <laughs> Uh, We're boring that, David that, Evans. That, that We're boring. Just... Alert, alert, alert. We're boring was... David Evans. He's yawning. That was hard cheese. <laughs> if, if that failed, that was hard cheese. And it did fail uh, a lot. Many it failed, it failed yeah. a massive amount. You couldn't even buy spares. You would have one for the whole rally if it failed tough titties. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was hundreds of thousands of pounds. Really, really poor um, um, concept to have it like that. Not, not available. They bought from a supplier that obviously couldn't manage what they were being asked to do. Um, and uh, and and really was just just tough luck, mate. Um, at least the FI are consistent in that that they don't actually uh, they don't actually care too much about that. That's good. That's a positive thing. The, the consistency of, of application is good. Um, hey, just just saying that, guys. <laughs> go back. Go back and make a disconnect. Re revisit that red light system. 
understand George, what it's doing. George, George, that, that fundamentally goes against the concept. So the concept of the red light, the concept, and I don't think we can move away from this. I genuinely don't. The red light comes on, evacuate the car, get as far away as you can, nobody touches it. Now, to, 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 to physically disconnect, to, to hit a kill switch, it's outside the car, George, inside the car. I don't know where it would be. It'd be an isolated, um, you know, it'd be an isolated, it's, you know, an isolator. it's, a, it's you, a, plastic, you a plastic isolator. You, you, right. what you, where the, is the, it? The well, problem you've got to with touch the car. You've got to touch the car. I think there's an issue with that. I think, I think Colin, fundamentally. Colin, you're forgetting one thing. It's, it's electricity that's the danger here. So th yeah. that, that can cause a number of other effects. You know, lithium batteries can give off fumes, of course, if they catch fire, even though they're within their hardened box, they'll, they'll, they'll self-ignite and they can keep going. So my suggestion is you can have a you can have a pull a, a, a pull cable outside the car that you pull George, and it, you can't and, it do that. and it and it has a it'll have a row of connectors that it pulls out and that disables the batteries at least disables the the multiple connection of the batteries that gives you the high volts. Right. Yes, you could do that, Colin. I've already pictured okay. how you, you can you, do I, it. I, I, you George, know? I, I agree with you, mate. I, I, you, you're way more. I'm you sorry. Know? I'm sorry to say you can't do that because I. I Defer every time to your far greater knowledge well, of. of technical I'm just saying, if you, if that's you unfair of me. If I, you, I agree with you. If you what, 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 let's you can do it. Sorry, let's move it. on a little bit. There's, there's. I agree with you in some ways, George. You know what happens at a nuclear power station, Colin? When, when, when it fails, you know. I mean, and, and we've got all manner of scenarios here. Yeah, you've got one where where a bunch of people make a mistake. Hang on, and we've it taken explodes. a bit of a step. Oh, hang on a second. The whole point <laughs> is, the whole point is, you can you can put technical things in place to disable. Other technical so, things. Can, can we agree, George? Perhaps, perhaps it's a, a combination. Something's something's Aye, needed. Absolutely, there's, there's no absolutely. question. And, and I'm and not I'm me, not criticising compact dynamics at all. I know that they've they've, they've done everything under a un, under a, a huge amount of stress and for a price, and there's a limit on everything. Yeah. I'm talking right. about a simple mechanical disable, which might not have been yeah. so simple, but a mechanical disable to yeah. electrically isolate that so that it's not going to touch the car. And I mean, if it's in this compact box and it's not. Uh, it's not. Um, uh, um, it's not 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 damaged. It's not breached. It's not not part of an accident. Honestly, it's supposed supposedly contained in this massive explosive proof proof box. Now we know the batteries can self ignite, so that is an issue. Yeah, get out the car if that's happening. Um, do we need some extra triggers on on uh, trigger safeguards on that box? I don't know. Just just yeah. I'm sure they're away tweaking it now. I cringe yeah. at what we're saying. Sorry for introducing that, it. That's, I that, think that it had is, to be said in this forum. That is the, is the one reasonable. thing that, that we absolutely have to defer to Compact Dynamics and yeah. to Schaeffler here. Yeah. It's their area of expertise. They, mm. least of anybody, they don't want this mm. thing to be failing. They will be on it. Mm. Totally on yeah. it. Yeah. Let's yeah, put but they need the support, it. David. They need the support of the FIA. And for me, they get the support of the FIA with the regulation change, which I have to say, and, well, he's gone now, and in some ways, it's not a bad thing. But Monsieur Matto, when I put to him during the test that I and I did in Italy, that, you know, that Adamo had suggested that we may have to adapt the regulations as the, the season develops, he was dumbfounded. He was utterly dumbfounded. And he went, no, regulations are regulations. They will stay as they are. Um, that, that clearly, for me, is, 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 is not correct. You know, we need to relook at some of the regulations we need to look at some of the ways. We can't have, we don't have enough cars competing at the top. We cannot have cars retiring for no clear reason that are competing for wins. We cannot have it. It is bad for the sport. It is bad for the manufacturers. It is bad for competition. We cannot have that happening. And if there are ways and means of preventing that, they have to be investigated. Whether it's George's cutoff valve, whether it's a change in the regulations, they have to be investigated. And... You know, the FI have got plenty of time between now and Croatia. Mm. Let's see what they come up with. Let's see well, what they come up the, with. The issue that we identified last week, and of course, it's, it's an obvious issue, is that, yes, they can develop their system in isolation, but they don't have a car. They don't have a no. car to chuck this in the back of and just drive it around no, and I, see what happens. David, I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying compact dynamics really have to do anything. You're, you're right. You're right. You know, George's cut off switches is an idea, and they would need a car. The FI can make regulation changes as they wish. Uh, and they're yeah. the ones that really should be, they should be, you know, they should be looking at that situation saying, what do we do? Do we provide compact dynamics with a car? Well, that's going to cost us money. And we know how, how, how that turns out. FIA perhaps not looking to spend more than they have to, um, you know. So what else can we do? We can have a look at the regulations. For me, it's dead obvious. It's dead clear. It's dead simple. Just get on with it. If it happens again, we look stupid as a sport. Stupid. 
we lose credibility as a sport yeah. if it happens again. And, 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 there's, and there's a means and a mechanism for preventing it. So get on and enact that means and mechanism. And we know there is there's plenty of scope for for the F, for the FIA to change rules. You know, the, I can't remember the year, but there was a year. Remember when qualifying in Formula One changed, didn't it? You know, yeah. almost by the race, those those yeah. regulations were changed. So they can do it. You know, they've got changes, David. We've had changes. We had changes to the sorry, George. We had changes to the to the rules. When remember when Loeb went hurling down a motorway in Greece with parts of his suspension flying off and motorbikes, cars, and all the rest. Within a rally, the regulations changed about four wheels turning on your car, otherwise your super rally. It, it, it is possible. It is possible. Mm. It's doable. Let's wait and see what goes on. Uh, let's move on a little bit okay. from there. Um, and just Happy to. Uh, you know, the, the next question, and D David did provide a very good agenda. Thank you very much, David Evans. You're getting good at these agendas, I have to say. Um, did it give us an indication, George? You something something to, once again for you to get your teeth into. Did Monty Sweden give us an indication, a good indication of the way forward? I think that's the question I asked initially. When we, when we got yeah. to okay, back. sorry. Well, Monte, Monte, Car <laughs> Monte Carlo is always an, an event. Monte Carlo is always an event where, where I'm, I'm a person that will forgive a driver a mistake on yeah. Monte because it's just so, so difficult. Sweden, however, is a fast, fabulous rally to drive, and it was super fast this year. It was good. Um, not that you could tell from watching the TV that it was fast, because if you watched the TV, it looked really slow. It looked like the cars were driving down an A road that happened to be covered in snow at about 60 miles oh, an hour. Georgie, Georgie, can I stop you there? Anyway, no, 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 that's, that's, no, no, an, that's another second, thing. No, I refuse to give. No, what I'm going to say, George, is I feel sorry for whoever's in your next meeting. I really do. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead, George. Probably Go be me. Ahead. Probably me, me getting, getting a caning Go for ahead. saying it. But honestly, that, that was... I mean, look, the, the, I, I really appreciate the technicalities of doing it. I appreciate the yeah. fact that I can sit at home and do it. And I thank the TV company for doing that. I, I'm not going to decry those. A lot of those guys that I'm potentially criticising are, are old friends and colleagues, really, to be honest. And I, I don't say that lightly. But I am phenomenally disappointed. What's the point of doing all that fabulous thing if you show me the equivalent of driving down a motorway? Yeah, but George, uh, what, what did you think then? What did, George, here's the thing. I, I, I tend to agree with you on that. But but I think what's shown up, you don't forget, they, they only have a certain number of cameras, cameramen. They only have so many resources. It's the in-car cameras I'm talking about, okay, Colin. The, the, the I, I realise that well, it's George, obvious yeah. they've not got enough cameramen out in the stages. Fan oh, footage was much better than anything they much gave better. us. And as, as fan apart from increases. apart from apart from one thing, the new the, the new drones they've got. Yeah. Um, I know I, I saw one of our uh, regular uh, or one of the people I follow commenting that the, the, they missed the steady drone shots. So oh, or, or, well. or helicopter. So what, what, well, what, you know, what honestly, nonsense. what what don't they get? That looked fantastic. Yeah. That drone sh footage was absolutely brilliant. Do more of that. That was wonderful, and I'm sure everyone knew it was wonderful. But, but, the but helicopter just... shots they did were were just a disaster. When you when you zoom a camera in on a ten or twenty times zoom lens, it slows everything down. Give us the long yeah. shot with the car in the distance. At least it looks like it's going fast. I mean, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to say a, a disappointed by the way that is being directed, I think. I'm not sure if it's the director or the producer. I'm not sure who decides how that's done. But whoever's deciding it obviously isn't a fan of the sport, or it would appear that way to me, or are they constrained in such a way that that's the best we can do? You know, maybe it's that, because like I said, I know these guys and I have respect for them. But, but honestly, yeah. you gave us something that was really very, very disappointing. But we'll di digress away from, from the point being... Sweden is a rally, it's a fast rally where <laughs> any driver can go fast. I genuinely thought Adrian Formol would come to the front. Aside from the fact that I understood he'd be under pressure. We know that um, we know that M Sport likes to pull, you know, when people make mistakes, they like to pull them back in quite assertively and make sure they get a steady event um, under their belt. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to comment on, on that one way or another. Of course, it's, it's the right thing for them to do. But drivers like... You know, Richard Burns, first time he went to Sweden, ridiculously quick. Diddy Oriol, first time he went to Sweden, ridiculously quick. Um, and there are other drives. Uh, Carlos Sainz, first time he went to Sweden, ridiculously quick. Um, it's, a, it's a rally where a really great driver can shine through. And, and, and none of them did. So for me, Sweden is a marker on pace. And I think if you look at the pace on that early part of Sweden, you see a really good balance of what's happening. I mean, a car that's the car that's you know it, it. Sweden, in some ways, disguises some of some cars' small deficiencies 
but it also lets you know where they are um, in, in, in broad terms. I mean, Thierry, what an incredible rally. I mean, the tenacity oh, of Thierry is amazing. Some driver, you know, un- unfortunately for, for Ott, we never really got to see him do that, but I think he was probably on his way to do exactly the same. But my goodness me, Thierry Neuvel, driver of the rally. I mean, you know, I, I know that Cali did the most wonderful job, but Thierry, I mean, crikey, what entertainment that guy that is. Car. And he, he wrestled, wrestled it. it. And yeah. for once, Thierry, yeah. thank you very much. You were quick out the box, mate. And that's what you yeah. need to do. So, yeah, Sweden Sweden certainly lets us see what we can do for the rest of the rally. And I'm just going to focus this one on on Hyundai and specifically Thierry because he's kept himself, obviously, in the frame. He, he's not had the mechanical problems push him out of a rally. Uh, he, he dug his way through through um, Monte Carlo and then he shone in Sweden uh, with a car that's maybe not just exactly what he wants yet, but quite clearly, technically, that package is pretty damn good. It might not be just exactly what they want, but what we've not got here is a, is a car that's miles off or or in terrible difficulty. It's actually going to deliver two of the you know two of the finest drivers in the world. I mean, to be, argue be against with that. Be careful with that, George. Be careful with that. I think. You know, that, I think. I'll, I'll tell you something about that car. That car on the fast straight stuff was remarkably well balanced and remarkably giving. You know, it gave the drivers confidence and they could push on. It was not so well balanced. It was not so easy to drive. It was not so competitive on the very few kilometers of the technical twisty stuff we had. Mm. And I think that's the issue. It's the issue we kind of identified in Monty, if you remember, George. It has this narrow window of operation where when it's mm-hmm. you know, set up right, when it comes across stages that it likes, that car just chews them up. It chews well, them I mean, up and it's that, fantastic. That what could, they need to do is broaden that window of operation. Mm, and, and if well, they can do that, then they're on to a winner. The, I mean, there's a, there, there are dozens and dozens of ways to change a car's dynamics yeah. at, at the yeah. front end. Now, the front end is where the drivers sit, if you like, in the setup. So they can they can change a lot of things, a lot of small things that make a big difference to the way the car actually responds to them. The, the, the general package, which is 95, of, 95, 98% of where the performance comes from, is that design package, that package that now the, the fabulous Christian Lorio is in charge of. Uh, the key is for the, the drivers, the drivers must be keep the, all the things they can change has to stay and complement that main package. And that, that's the limiting factor for them. I, I would like the car to turn in more. Oh, well, we can't do that because this next thing's going to happen. And, there's a, and, and the, the, as long as the engineers understand that, they keep the drivers in the right place whilst giving them what they want. Yeah. That takes time, Colin. I think they're on a yeah, catch-up. And, I, and I, I think when you see these, you, you say the car wasn't so great and the, the tight, twisty, more technical things, that's something that, honestly speaking, should be easily worked on. That's a traction George, issue this or us? a response yeah. issue. I don't think it needs here's to worry you. I think they'll get there with it, Colin. Well, no, I think you're right. But here's something that, that I noticed um, uh, that, that worried me a little bit. But again, I, I, you know, <laughs> clearly no technical genius like you are. Um, but you know what we noticed with the previous incarnation of the Hyundai i20 was that Thierry Neuville got the best out of that car because he used the high brake, handbrake, sorry, in some situations that you really wouldn't expect mm-hmm. a driver to have to use high speed corners. He's having to take a little dab on the handbrake just to turn the car in. Now, at the time, we thought, well, that, that's almost a design fault of the car that he's overcoming with his driving style. We saw exactly the same in Sweden. We saw high fourth, fifth. Maybe even I can't remember six, but mm-hmm. certainly fourth and fifth gear corners where he's using the handbrake. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't want to. To be honest, we didn't want to see that. I, I wouldn't have wanted to see that. That that for me is perhaps a slight indication was of do, the fact that was they Ott may doing, still have issues. Was Ott doing the same? Uh, you know, I didn't get the chance. Certainly, Ott didn't do the same in the previous car. You well, know, there you and, go. And a lot Look, of people said. I think. I well, think he, it, did, he didn't, but and he, and he didn't get the results. He didn't didn't get the. the there are the, there are the some very there are some very particular driving techniques, and and we know that Thierry. One thing we do know about Thierry is he's very very sensitive to get the car that he can lean on. If he leans on the car via a reliance on the handbrake, and he's still going fast and he's still winning rallies, then it's just his technique. Diddy Oriel, Diddy Oriel drove differently from everyone else, Colin. So, yeah. um, you okay. know, it's quite, quite, rad- quite, yeah. quite radically different. He never left foot yeah. braked, for instance. Yeah, wow. He wow. just flung wow. the car in in some, right. some 
Anyway, I'm, I'm jumping point in being here. Is, I think I'm jumping in here. I've got, I've got, finished his email. Yep. David's no, finished, finished his email. I've finished a few emails. <laughs> George, that's all very interesting, but I have one question for you. You are now the chief steward. You're oh. the chairman of the stewards. It is your decision to 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 decide what to do with Elvin Evans uh, on that uh, Saturday evening when he... Hold on back. When he crossed, essentially, he finished the stage. Oh, okay, right. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll 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 field that question. So first of all, just to finish up the first, the, the last one very quickly, Colin. <laughs> I am not a technical <laughs> genius. I have a reasonable. Are, I know yeah. I have a reasonable. By comparison, you're of, a technical of genius. Technical, of technical understanding yes, exactly. of the car, in, and in I the context, very much, I very much <laughs> bow to the all the engineers, be it from a car setup engineer, the basic engineers that are at the event are much, right, much Georgie. cleverer than Georgie, me. Georgie, I can call you a genius. So I'm allowed I, to. Move on. Answer I, David's question. I always catch what, my what are we doing? input This, this is so, the point with, right. with Elvin. You know, what there were numerous uh, options, uh, but I don't I understand think, how they I, how they penalised them. Okay, you're, you're talking to someone now that's been into lots of stewards meetings called mm. in by various transgressions. Uh, and 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 I get on value every single steward that I've ever dealt with. I think maybe apart from one, uh, I've I've always had a very collegial relationship with. Uh, far from being combative, combative, it's always been collegial. Um, uh, we we can disagree, but it's always been very very polite. Tell us tell us the answer. Helpful. What are you going to do? The answer. I think I think they made a good call. I'll go with what they did. On what grounds, George? <laughs> on what grounds? On what advantage or St advantage no, or leaving no. the prescribed route? Advantage uh, or leaving the prescribed well, route? Well, if, if if you look when he came in, it, it, I think he, it, I don't think he was coming too fast. I think I think he was on the wrong line. It looked to me like he, he'd missed the line almost. I, I looked at that many times, and the the video footage is hard to see because you've got no direct much of a direct comparison. I think I found one car to compare it with, and I thought the other cars were about a meter and a half to the right. I think he, I think he, he held back too late and just turned in a little bit too late. I don't think he was actually going like ridiculously fast or anything. No. Uh, no. The, 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 the second thing I say, you, look, you can put a flying finish wherever you want. The, the, you know, that's the stop line and you've got to, you've got to get over it. Um, I think he was, he was lucky to only get a 10 second penalty in one respect. Uh, but um, in another way, I think, I think, I genuinely think the stewards made a pretty fair call on that. I, I would go with what they did. Yeah. I, I genuinely would. Okay. I think it was a very much as a compromise. It was a difficult one. Uh, I, I admire Elfin for what he did trying to get there. Um, did he cross the beams, or did he did he did he just knock one over and that and that gave him his his, his pass? No, 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 he, could, he, he, oh, he definitely he did he know. did go I between the beams. I don't I don't know, but all I what, what? you know my question what? is uh, so they're sat there, you know they can't really go forward. Um, so did he? Well, reverse he doesn't, back? He doesn't stop. He... he doesn't actually. He doesn't actually really stop. I think until he actually. Hits the, the light. You know, the one, the one thing that I would say, George, here is that okay, they made a mistake. Clearly, they made a mistake because they went off the road. Yeah. But what they fundamentally did was they took the line that was going to create the least potential risk to anybody. So, uh, you know, I I don't think they were. I don't think the penalty was no. justified. I think they did all they could to mitigate any risk to marshals, to spectators, to anybody oh, difficult else. Difficult one. Difficult one, yeah. David. You, you yeah. set that precedent. You set well, that precedent uh, and ten, people, ten, people ten, can rejoin. Ten seconds, that was very much a compromise, wasn't it? I don't think it was worth any more. I mean, I, I know that Thierry was wanting him to have more, and Thierry's entitled to his opinion, just as we are. Mm. Um, and, and I'm sure he's got an argument for that that's probably quite reasoned. I want to but beat it, him. <laughs> but guys, it's, it's, it's a unique set of circumstances because, you know, 99 times out of 100, perhaps more, you know, wherever you have left the route, you are able to rejoin the route. Yeah. You're yeah. able to rejoin. And it's yeah. not that often that you'll come across a set of yeah. circumstances where, in fact, it's almost physically impossible. Uh -huh. Almost. You know, yeah. For him to get the speed up, to go back up over the top of that snowbank, you know, quite right. He'd have had to endanger a whole load of people. Impossible. Yeah. So I, I, I feel for him in that regard. No, I, think, I also feel no, for I, the stewards, as you say, George, because, yeah. you know, you could argue that anyone having an accident or anyone having an off within a stage is is leaving the prescribed route, but it's within the stage. He'd completed mm. the stage and yeah. he left the prescribed route. Colin, I, I, I think that has to be recognised. Oddly enough, Colin, I, I, I have been in exactly the same circumstance in Sweden on the very first Swedish rally I did. I came down near the near, about, about 100 metres from the flying finish, a, a long, fast right that was a bit tighter than my tyres gave me traction from. We went off through a snowbank, a massive flurry of snow, I had no idea what was happening. When the snow cleared, we were in a road. 
and it was a road that and my co-driver looked around. He saw it. He saw the stage. That's the stage there. We drove up and the stage joined. This little road we were on, obviously it was an access road for something. It was cleared. And and there was the, there was the flying finish just before the Y of this, this junction joining it. It merged in. And what I did was I charged the snow bank, leapt across it, and then went through the flying finish. Potentially, <laughs> potentially quite dangerous. It wasn't a big snowbank, you can imagine. It was. I was just in a mini, although I was fairly determined. But um, you could have lifted it over. No, not quite. But um, it, I mean, it wasn't a lot. It was literally. It was just. It was a wafer. It was just. I mean, it was maybe yeah. about you know a meter wide or something. And we just charged it and got through it. Smacked the snowbank on the other side and then went through the flying finish. Um, if we hadn't and done that, technically speaking. Yeah, oh, I mean, who cares? Who cares about someone lying in sixtieth place or we, something like that? You weren't, you weren't on seconds. all live then. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't on all live. No, look, yeah. I think, yeah. I think the stewards made a, 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 a. I think, I think first of all, Elfin did exactly the right thing. Um, I, I was quite enamoured by the ten second pen. I was, I was kind of hoping he wouldn't get anything, a bit like you, David. But he got something. I thought ten seconds. Well, yeah, it puts him out the fight for the lead. But in fairness, you did make a mistake. Um, you were quite lucky to get away with what you got anyway. So, um, yeah, I think it was, yeah. I think it was a shrug of the shoulders. Say, well, yeah, it could have gone either way. I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a terrible decision. Far from it. I think it was pretty reasonable. So, um, we'll let the guys, we'll let the guys have that I, one. I, I thought it was reasonable as well, but 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 I, I absolutely get both sides. Um, but I, think, I, I get Elvin's frustration, well, but I get the need for the stewards to make a point with it, David. No, no, absolutely. That. So, so, but still. Nobody has really given us a definitive line of right. No, this is what you exactly. do. This is, yeah. and this is where you know it's difficult because yeah. you talk to Elvin and to Scotty, and, and they, so they go off and they do the same thing next year. What do they do? What is the right yeah. thing to do? You know, it's not a massively unusual position to be in, but what do you do? But David, there are examples of that all over the place. Remember yeah. Croatia last year with 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 who can forget with Sebastian Ogier? You know, he went unpunished for ignoring. The, the the direct commands of a policeman, you know, and and again, again, you yeah, know, but he was driver he, in the future faced with the same situation. No, will do. He exa- was, exactly but, what but Ogier was obeying the direct command of well, several of one, that bloke's colleagues. Not, exactly. <laughs> well, that, well, all right, that's a bad example. Let's move on. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, what well, the Let's situation there was? So, again. some of the policemen were saying go, and one policeman was saying stay. Was that what stop. was happening? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was just oh, unfortunate that the one who was saying stop but, was the one that was he was about, but, he was about to run. What about, hands on the bonnet. What, about the, <laughs> what about the team member that was within a kilometre of the car to sort oh, it all out? As I say, as I say, it all yeah. opens there's, up. A, there's a, another an penalty that, that was ignored. Oh, God, I it's wish all, I'd never spoken about the... Yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> it, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Boys, let's move on, though. Let's move on, because we're, we're, we're rapidly, as always, as we get engrossed yeah. in these discussions, rapidly running out of time. Uh, very quickly, it's the first round of the ERC. I am... I am decidedly underwhelmed by it as i always am i'm very sorry to say that um i've had a look through the entry list there aren't many names that get me excited on it It, the only thing that gets me excited is is the name faf sorry (laughs) colin 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 sadly sadly your attitude your attitude is almost unforgivable to the bulk of your audience (laughs) i'm sorry you i'm going to pull you up here for this you you better be damned interested in in erc not, not because of what it says it is, because it's a, it'll be a fabulous rally with great rally guys out there. And you know what? When you're out there spectating, the fastest guy's the fastest guy. You've not got anyone to compare it with. It'll be- no, no, oh, hang on a second. Wait, right. Stop, 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 stop. Right. Go ahead, David. You, what actually Colin has just said, and Colin has just said he's not interested in the first round of ERC, or, or that probably preceded you slightly. Colin didn't say he wasn't interested in rally Sarah's the not at all. I was interested. Yeah, he is interested in that, and we agree with you, George. You know, or sorry, I'm not speaking on behalf of Colin, but that will be a fantastic rally. But there is no denying, ERC is missing some big names this year, hundred percent. And and you know, my my feeling, I didn't even know. I I didn't even know ERC was was coming. Cole, did you? I mean, normally we used to get those enormously long previews. Nothing has yeah, as, as invaded my inbox um, to, no, t- no, no, to tell me no. it's coming. So, it- no, it's, it's the start of a brand new kind of era for the ERC. David, I, I've given it some thought this morning, and, and, and you know, it, it harks back to something that you and I talked about on our, our, our new programme that we've done, Our Time to Talk, which mm. you can see on YouTube, by the way. Look up Dirtfish YouTube channel. Go and listen to David and I pontificating about watch. various things. Uh, in-depth analysis, is that what I meant to say? Mm. <laughs> An in-depth analysis. But it goes back to it, you know, the, the importers, the ERC 
will only thrive. And the ERC has been a little bit of a difficult child for a long time, a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Eurosport took it on. They did a great job of giving it coverage. They didn't really build its profile other than giving it coverage. We didn't see big names. We didn't see good competition particularly. We didn't see drivers, mm. you know, the very of the very highest quality graduating from the ERC. And, I, and I'm sorry to keep going back to it, but I will. The IRC seemed to spark something, and it sparked the interest of national importers. And they got behind drivers like Mickelson, like Guy Wilkes, mm. like Hannanen. And, you know, they brought them together. They paid for They saw it as a very, very good use of their marketing budget. They bought cars. They paid for drivers. The rallies they chose. Don't forget, you know, we went to San Remo. We went to Sardinia. We went to Argentina. We went to Greece with the IRC. Some fabulous rallies. The, the, the interest of the spectators, fabulous drivers that actually got us turning on our televisions and some wonderful competition. You know, there are elements there that you are still Scotland missing come. in the ERC. I'm really sorry. They, they are. And, and, you know, and all live will be a great addition to the ERC. But so was Eurosport's fantastic seven or eight hours a day coverage. Um, one there's thing, something missing. One thing to say is is that the the new promoter, WRC promoter of of ERC, knows more than anybody about promoting a, a high profile rally championship. This year they are slightly hamstrung in that they had contracts with the events that they that they couldn't, I, I suppose, they couldn't get out of. So this year it it is a year of transition. Um, right. So so maybe we give them this year. But whoever said, you know, going to FAF is a reason to celebrate is dead right. You know, and, and then going to Azores, I'm sure it's a great rally. Is it part of Europe? Technically, yes. But geographically, my arse is it. It's in the middle of the Atlantic. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you could, you could almost say the same about Canaries. You know, I think it, uh, the championship needs an overhaul. But WRC promoter knows far better than anybody uh, and they've got the right man at the helm. Ian Campbell will yeah. will will get the job done. So let's give him well, this year. But let's hope, yeah. But David, let's hope that they get. Yeah, let's give them this year at least, and and it will take more than a year. Yeah, sorry, know, I meant it, yeah. It, yeah no, but but for for me, you know, that there are there are fundamental issues that have to be addressed that are not necessarily about the television products. In fact, they're nothing to do with the television products. And as long as those issues are addressed then there's hope for the ERC. Well, if they are not addressed, and all that's addressed is the need to make you know, what we've got, what we've currently got, a, a little bit more um, accessible to rally fans, I, I'm not entirely convinced that's a winning formula. Well, I'm really not. Well, I'm not going to condemn particularly anything as yet. Fundamentally, fundamentally it is it has already improved because they've got rid of that ridiculous uh, scoring thing where yes. where you got if you were if you're fastest across a leg you got an extra seven points you know that oh dear lord never understood it no. I mean it complicated everything just it complicated everything totally uh, so anyway so we'll, listen we'll, we'll come back next week and we will discuss it we might have the most wonderful rally and and for, for me what makes rallying great is is as George has rightly said and I apologise if I offended anyone with my my talk about the ERC and I didn't I didn't mean apology to accepted, our, our apology accepted Portuguese fans or anyone thank you George yeah. Um, but, you know, we want to see good competition. Uh, moving on, moving on. David, 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 you've been very, very heavily involved in this. It's, it's uh, Women's Month at Dirtfish. And my goodness me, women in motorsport. Um, there's been some great stuff and there's still some great stuff to come. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, there is. It is uh, Dirtfish Women's Month all the way through March. Obviously, International Women's Day on Tuesday, the 8th of March. Um, and Josie Rimmer. Uh, a writer at Dirtfish um, was it has been com consistently passionate about this. You know, she feels that mm -hmm. she, she rightly feels women are underrepresented, um, underrepresented uh, in our sport, and she's she's set out to to change it. Um, so we decided that we wouldn't just do a day of sort of celebration of women in motorsport on March eighth. We didn't decide we'd do a week. We decided we'd do the full month, um, which is what we've done. We've had women only classes. The first of which was on March the fourth in Seattle. What a success that was, Huge David! Success. We, you know, you, yeah. Planned for one day. How many did we we've put got, on? We've got four now. Um, wow! And March the tenth is the sort of centerpiece of the job, where there's a uh, Women in Motorsports Summit, uh, which you can join virtually. We will have all of the details on the on the website. Um, but we've got people like Sarah Price, you know, really high profile, extreme E, 
competitor Rihanna Gelsomino, Emma Gilmore, Molly Taylor. All of these women are coming. But it's not just drivers and co-drivers. We've got what they call in in America, they call them techs. I think that's a, a mechanic, maybe. I don't know, an engineer. Yes, it is. Well, I think it is, yeah. Yeah, so we've got lots of, of, of those uh, women from those areas of the sport coming to join us. And just to talk about what is what it's like to, to compete, to work in that sort of sport, and to bring in people from all across the Pacific Northwest and, of course, virtually from around the world, just to inform younger girls, women that are interested and perhaps sit on the periphery of the of the sport, to bring them in and show them. Uh, and, you know, Josie has been incredibly honest uh, that, you know, the, the big fear that women have is confirming this stereotype that women, A, can't drive and B, are slow. Um, and, you know, she... Rosemary she, Smith. Rosemary Smith. There's another well, quick, quick one. Yeah. You know, Pat Moss Colson, they go all yeah. the way back. And, of course, you know, the real crown and glory um, of, of the month for us has, has been to be guest edited by Michelle Mouton, who... Oh, you you interviewed in Sweden, Cole, and you know she is yeah. utterly passionate about this, and so are we. Uh, you yeah, know. totally. And and Michelle, Michelle, you know, sat down. We've done a really good interview with Michelle. Um, and before we sat down, she was you know she's busy on events. She's clearly ridiculously busy with the responsibilities for safety that she's got. And she sat down and she said, "Look, I don't do these type of interviews anymore. You, know, I've told my story. My story is out there. All I do is repeat the story." And I instantly thought, "Oh, geez, this is going to be tough. It's going to be really tough." And it was an utter delight. She was so into it because, really, not because she was telling her story, maybe again, uh, but because of why she was telling the story. She was telling the story for the Women in Motorsport Summit that Dirtfish are putting on. And that's why she was so engaged with it. And, and uh, you know, it, 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 it was great. It was great to hear from her. And it's great, great to have Michelle. And she's, for the past, what, 12 years, mm. 10, 12 years, been in charge of the... The Women in Motorsport um, the commission. initiative. Yep. The, commission. the commission, the FAA's uh, commission. What a job she did. What a job she did. But as, uh, as well as that, Cole, you know, you, you were talking to, to Michelle and then we had Penilla Solberg. You did a brilliant oh. interview with Penilla Solberg and Penilla's just sat there chatting away, being ab- absolutely beautiful as ever. And then she just yeah. turns around and says, because, yeah. of course, I'm a qualified mechanical engineer. And it's just like, Sorry? I really? said, yeah. And said, yeah. I was the only girl in my class. I'm a, and and yeah. these women have just incredible stories. And oh, but I tell you, the other one, David. The other one was Molly. Molly Pettit from WRC. Um, looks like butter wouldn't melt in yeah. her mouth. Well, she t- she told us a few stories about how her passion for motorsport really grew when she was a little bit of, shall we say, a reckless teenager. Um, some great stories. Some great stories. And 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 you know, all to come this month in women in motorsport. And it's a wonderful, wonderful initiative. That, as you say, you know, David, you've been very, very heavily involved in, but um, that Josie has absolutely driven yeah. from Dartfish. So it's yeah. great stuff. Now, I'm moving through because because I am slightly time constrained this morning. Uh, David, in, in block capital, the next, the next, the next, the next uh, agenda item in block capitals, epic merch, explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of related to the previous bit. Uh, in that we we have produced some fabulous merchandise known known stateside as epic merch, um, and we would like to sell it to you. It, and it genuinely, it really is quite cool. Uh, there's there's loads of good stuff. So head over to the website and take a look at the not only the the women's month um, merchandise, but also all of our merchandise. It's all good. It's all good. Usually yeah, all, all modelled in pink by Colin. Yeah, some of it is. Some of it is. Uh, listen, I, I, I do have to direct you all to our YouTube channel and to our website, clearly, for the merchandise and, and the wonderful stories that are coming out this month. But go and have a look at our YouTube channel. Just search Dirtfish in the YouTube search bar. Uh, there's some great stories. There's, there's a wonderful story. Uh, well, Josie talks um, passionately about her time with Dirtfish. There are some great stories. There's myself and David doing our new little Newsy-style programme. Some really, really good stuff on our Dirtfish YouTube channel. There, Go and have a look. And if you haven't subscribed already, press that little there, subscribe button. There is there is Josie showing you around as well, isn't there? Oh, I forgot about that one. David, that embarrasses me. Josie loves that video. And, and it's, it's, had, it's had a bit of love. Um, I don't know what happened to me. I went all American during that. It's embarrassing <laughs> to watch it back. Genuinely, I'm not, as you know, David, 
I'm really not often embarrassed by watching myself back on on the telly. That one, I'm a little embarrassed. Colin, I, I, I find it quite odd that you have finally seen yourself as everyone else sees you all the time. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. No, George, George, this 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 is a step even further than that. Let me tell you, go I'll, I'll and watch it. I start. It's I have, I have actually further. watched it. I have watched it. Uh, For me, Josie it just looked, it looked the same delight. as usual, Colin. You, you in the oh, car, yeah. as usual, it's fairly normal. Shrieking, shrieking like shrieking like a mad thing, mm. yeah. But I, quite, I did enjoy it. It was lovely, lovely to be shown yeah. around by Josie. Uh, George, uh, we're about to go. I, 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 you know, I hasten, I dare to ask you even. Um, any, any, any last thoughts, George? Uh, I've got a good story about my, the first time I met Michelle Mouton and, and, oh, and, and the remains of her car. Uh, but that's, that's for another time because we're short of time. We've got plenty of weeks to talk about things like that. Well, uh, but you yeah. make a little so, note of that. Make a mental note, so, George. We want so, to hear that yeah. story. Sweden, that Sweden I think, has, has given us an idea of roughly where the cars are. I think they're all on a fairly equal footing, you know, by the same token. Uh, obviously, Ford didn't really show themselves that well, but that was maybe just a little bit of uh, bad luck and overzealousness from, uh, from, from Craig. But, you know, it'll, it'll all come good. It'll, it'll, it'll settle down. I have one final point as well, David. Can I make a final point before yes. you, in case I forget, because I forgot it. 25 minutes ago when George was making his point. Uh, onboards. George talked about onboards taking the speed away. 100%. And why is that? They're too good. They're too good. You can't take every bump, every little dink, every out of onboards. They're too smooth. They're too good. Let's go back a step or two. I'm not saying all the way back to onboards where cameramen were clinging onto the side of cars. Let's take onboards back just a step or two so we yeah. can see some of the yeah. dynamics in the car. I don't want hyper-smooth onboards from rally cars. Mm. They absolutely take everything away from it. Uh, David, your final thoughts? Uh, I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree, and we've got to go. We we do have to go. Folks, it's been great. It's been great, as always. Um, uh, Great to hear George's views, and and we'll see what happens in regards to, in particular, uh, maybe regulation changes. I don't know. We'll wait and see before Rally Croatia in terms of the hybrid units. Folks, it's been a lot of fun having you with us as always on Spin the Rally Pod. Rally Pod? Rally Pod? Spin the Rally <laughs> it's Pod. It's very early still. I, I, I'm, I'm no Lisa O'Sullivan, am I? Um, don't no. forget, uh, get in touch with us. You can leave comments below if you're listening to this on our webpage, comment section there. At Dirtfish Rally is our Twitter handle. Send us your thoughts there and obviously the YouTube channel, Dirtfish YouTube channel. Go have a look, subscribe, enjoy the videos there. David, thank you very much. You've got a busy week ahead of you. Uh, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you, Cole. As... And Georgie D, Georgie D, go have another cup of tea. And <laughs> maybe a wee bit. I've still got half a cup of tea here, Colin. It's all good. I've already I started work at seven o'clock just as we started the podcast. So I've been working away in the background as well. As has <laughs> David. As has David. He's been banging yep. away. He's done three or four emails. It wouldn't surprise me if David's written two or three articles. Colin, the course of Colin, this podcast. Colin, you're now you're now late. Just say goodbye and go. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Darkfish friends. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.